how do I rebuild trust in my relationship? What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Therapy Brothers Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tyler. We're brothers. We're therapists. We're not afraid of your questions. So bring it. Hey, you guys, before I answer that question, I have a quick review here. It says, I love, love, love you guys. You have helped me and given me so much peace, hope, and wisdom. I pray my husband will come along on this journey with me and get to hear, hear and listen to you guys also one day. It's awesome. Even if your husband's not listening, I'm glad that you are. And I'm glad that you're getting something out of it. All right. Uh, before I get into the question, how do I rebuild trust? I want to address one reason. I want to address the reason why we haven't been releasing episodes in the last couple of weeks. Um, so, as you've noticed today, I'm here by myself, and Tyler's not with me. And the reason is, is because Tyler has had COVID for the last three weeks, and he he's had COVID. He he it hit him hard, uh, really hard. And uh, every day we were praying for him and just hoping that he would battle through. And um, it's been a battle and it's been a little bit scary. So um, he's still recovering. He's still got quite a cough, um, but we think that he's turned the corner and things are getting better. And so we're grateful for that and just grateful for his health and, and that, um, that he's coming back around. So I didn't want to record with him right now because, you know, he's still coughing like crazy. And to be honest with you, I just want him to get some rest. And sometimes he has a hard time taking time for him to heal and, and, and to rest. And so I actually kind of refuse to record with him because I want him to focus on him. So um, that's why Tyler's not here today. Um, any extra prayers out there that you guys have for him and for, for anybody struggling and suffering with COVID or any illness, especially during this holiday season, um, please send them and please, please pray for the sick and afflicted. So um, I really love Tyler and I'm grateful for him and I, I will miss him today, but I'm also happy that he's not here and I'm happy that he's resting. So that's what's been going on with the Therapy Brothers lately. We haven't abandoned you. We haven't left you. We're still very much um, engaged and very much passionate about our platform and our podcast and the things that we're doing. So thank you for being patient with us and thank you for continuing to listen, even though we've, we've been somewhat absent in the last couple of weeks. So since Tyler is gone, I thought instead of uh, overthinking things too much, I would just address a question that I get probably more than any other. And it's a basic question and it's a simple question. And it's about how do I rebuild trust in a relationship? Um, I work with betrayal every single day. So I hear stories of broken trust a lot. Um, but broken trust doesn't just happen when there's an affair, when there's infidelity. A broken trust in a relationship can, can come somewhat subtly sometimes. And uh, you kind of don't even see it happening, but it's happening. 
And what happens is little tiny uh, things start to happen in a relationship that can deteriorate the foundation of trust and safety in a relationship. You start to realize that your partner lacks integrity, and so therefore you, you, you feel unsafe. And you just don't trust that, that they're going to come through for you. You don't trust that they're fully engaged in the relationship. You don't trust that they're going to emotionally connect to you. You don't trust that, that you can be intimate and vulnerable in that relationship. And so that happens because usually because one partner is struggling with knowing and trusting themselves and showing up as an integrous person. But there's also another side to it as well. So I'm going to talk about both sides of it today. And I'm, I'm going to talk about how to address each side to it and how to actually start to rebuild the trust in the relationship. Before I do, I want to talk about the consequences of broken trust. When you don't have safety and trust in your relationship, um, in a lot of ways you, you lack, uh, uh, what I say is when you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. Because what that means is you don't actually know each other. You don't know who the other person actually truly is when you don't trust them because you can't see the real them. You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to, to you know, fill in the gaps and, and figure out who they really are. When you don't know who they really are, you don't know how they're going to show up consistently, you don't feel safe. When you don't feel safe, you don't take risk. When you don't take risk, you don't be vulnerable. When you don't be vulnerable and take risk, then you lack intimacy in, in a relationship. You lack what we all desire, which is love. Real, vulnerable, connected, passionate love. That's what we want in our relationships. There's a correlation between the level of trust and the depth to which intimacy is. So I'll say that again. There's a correlation between the level of trust. I'll say it differently. A correlation between the level of trust and how connected you feel to your partner. I think that correlation is obvious. When I say that, it's like, duh, Brandon, like obviously. Um, if that's so obvious, then why in a relationship doesn't everybody show up trustworthy? Why in a relationship doesn't everybody just show up as somebody who can create love? Because love feels really good. So why don't we all just show up trustworthy? There's reason. And the reason is, is, is to show up trustworthy means that, that you're an authentic person. Uh, you're, you're an honest person. And to be authentic and to be honest means that you're risking um, abandonment and rejection, that people might not like you, uh, but you be true anyways, you be honest anyways. And so we, when we lack a sense of self and we don't know who we really are and we're scared of abandonment, when shame comes in, what happens is it, it takes us out from showing up with honesty. Um, and we actually start to shame screen. We start to, we start to put on a, a, you know, a show to, to be loved. And part of that show might be deception. 
I'm going to skew reality or manipulate things or, you know, because, because I'm scared of the reality. If you see it, you might abandon me or reject me. And because of that, when we lack a sense of self and we're scared of rejection, we're scared of abandonment, we put on this show, we skew reality, it breaks down our integrity. When our integrity is broken, when we don't have integrity, we are not trustworthy. So I want you to think about that for, for a second. It's a really simple thing to look at. Um, when, uh, you know, when, when you sit on a chair, like I'm sitting on a chair right now, um, I, I obviously trust this chair. I wouldn't sit on it. Well, the reason I trust it is because I can feel that it has integrity. So integrity is when something stays at form, it stays together. If this chair were made of jello, I wouldn't sit on it. Um, in fact, it wouldn't even be standing. But this chair is made of some metal. It's made of some hard plastic. Those things are firm. They're hard. They stay together. So I trust that it's going to hold me up. It has integrity. Therefore, I'll sit on it. If it didn't have integrity, I wouldn't get close to it. It's the same thing with our relationships. When somebody can't stay at form, when their word doesn't mean anything, when they're a shapeshifter, uh, or they, you know, they act like they're one thing, but they're actually another, you're not going to go sit on it. I shouldn't say it that way. But, but you're not going to go uh, be vulnerable to them because you don't know whether or not you're going to get hurt or not. So integrity is the, the critical ingredient to trust. One of the critical ingredients to trust, at least. So how do you know if your partner has integrity? Um, it's really quite simple to uh, assess. You, you, you assess that more with your heart than you do with your head. You feel that from somebody. You can feel somebody's authenticity. And you can tell when they, when they have that. You can also feel somebody's disingenuine, manipulative behaviors. And you can, you can tell, you can sense it. So first thing I'd say is to trust your gut, trust your intuition. Don't fool yourself and act like somebody's trustworthy when they're not. Um, you know when they're not and you can feel it. But the thing to gauge and the thing, thing to look at is somebody with integrity has three things. Um, the, the first thing I already mentioned, which is they're honest. They're, they're honest with themselves. They're honest with others. And honesty is much more than just admitting things when you do things wrong. Honesty is about not living in denial. It's about living in the present moment. It's about owning what is. It's about being open and transparent. So an open, transparent, honest person. It's an obvious thing, you guys. You won't have trust in your relationship unless there's honesty. Duh. That's, that's so basic. All right, so if you expect intimacy, you expect closeness, but you're not showing up honest, then you're crazy, legitimately. You are causing yourself your own suffering. If you're mad at your partner because they won't be close to you, yet you're a dishonest person, think about that. Uh, it's, that's not going to work out for you, I promise. All right, so honesty is... is uh, one is, is one of the ways that you see integrity in a person. 
Um, empathy is another way that you feel integrity from a person. And you think about that, it's like, what does empathy have to do with integrity? Um, well, when I have a partner, <clears throat> when I have a partner who can connect to me and connect to my emotions, um, they're feeling with me and I'm feeling them as well. I'm feeling their emotions and their love and their connection. Um, on an um, energetic, emotional level, you know, we're, we're, we can, we're feeling all the feels together. And because we are, um, I'm getting to know them and they're getting to know me. And the more we feel that energy together and those emotions together, the more I know them. The more I know them, the more I understand who they really truly are. What's their true form? And uh, I, can feel, I can feel that from them. Somebody who can empathize is somebody who is shame resilient. So they're a person who's not shame screening all the time. And a person who can truly empathize is a person who can sit in discomfort. And if they can sit in discomfort, then they don't need to manipulate things. They can sit in discomfort. So it shows strength. Um, it shows connection. It shows love. And you actually feel who they really are. So empathy is really important. Okay, so honesty plus empathy, those two things are critical for, for trust and how to rebuild trust. Um, the third one is consistency. So you can be an honest, empathetic person for a day and then not be that for, for a week. You're not going to build trust in the relationship. So trust building is a process that happens over time. So let, let me reiterate that. Trust building is a process that happens over time, which means the person who's trying to rebuild the trust, be patient and just do honest, empathetic things over and over and over again, uh, consistently over and over and over again. And as you do, your partner is going to start to realize something. That, oh, this isn't just a show for today. This isn't because they listened to Brandon's podcast or read that one book. This is like the new them. They're consistently an honest, empathetic person. If they're consistently an honest, empathetic person, they weren't trustworthy before, but, but now that that's who they're showing up as, I might take some risks with them again. So consistency is key. It's a critical piece to the process of rebuilding trust. Simon Sinek, uh, there's this, this uh, YouTube video, he talks about, you know, how does, how does your wife know that, that you love her? And he talks about one day she doesn't just wake up and be like, oh, you love me. She, kn she just knows it because day in and day out, you do certain things that create love. And he talks about brushing your teeth. You know, if I brushed my teeth once and, um, uh, you know, and then didn't brush it again for six months and went to the dentist, I'd probably have a lot of cavities. Um, but if I brush my teeth every day and take care of my teeth every day, then my teeth are going to be happy. You know, but if I brush my teeth today, it, you know, what, big deal. But the, it's, the, it's the day in and day out. It's the process over and over again. It's the consistency that actually makes the difference. Uh, Sinek also talks about exercise. He says, you know, if you go to the gym today 
uh, you're going to go, you're going to look a certain way when you go. And when you leave, you're actually going to look the same. You're not going to have the six pack yet, but one day you're going to have a six pack. If you stay consistent, change will start to happen. You'll start to see something change and develop through that process, but it's all about consistency. Same thing with trust. If I show up honest and empathetic today in my relationships, um, and then I do that again and again and again and again and again, all of a sudden, my, th those people around me, my spouse, my kids, you'd, you'd ask them, like, do you trust Brandon? And they'd say, yeah, of course. I know who he is because I've been consistent. All right, so honesty plus empathy plus consistency helps a partner know that you have integrity. So I talk about those things like they're easy. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot to those things. And, the, and there's even some deep psychotherapy that you can do as to, to look at why you struggle with those things. Um, there's some trauma, there's some shame, there's, there's all kinds of voices in your head that undermine your ability to consistently show up honest and empathetic. Um, but you can address those demons, you can deal with the trauma underneath, and you can shift from being a, a, a person who is, is lacking integrity to a person who has integrity. Okay, so there's another side to trust that's important. There's the integrity side. The partner needs to have integrity, but there's another side to trust that's important, and that side is vulnerability. So if one partner has integrity, but the other partner is unwilling to be vulnerable and take risk, then trust won't get built. So the, the equation or the ingredients to real trust, this, this is the full thing here, you guys. It's each partner has integrity plus vulnerability. So each partner is showing up tr as a trustworthy person and each partner is willing to take some risks with their partner. And it's, if each partner is, 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 has that integrity and will take that risk, you'll start to really understand who each other are. So again, you need, on the other side of it, you, you need to be vulnerable. You need to take risk. And sometimes there's reasons why you won't take risks that have nothing to do with your partner. Your partner might be the most integrous person in the whole entire world, and you still might refuse to take risks. And the reason is because you've had so much trauma, you've had so much pain in your prior relationships or prior experiences that, that you're scared because of your own stuff to actually go take those vulnerable risks with your partner. So to rebuild trust, it takes both sides. That person works on being an integrous person. You work on being a vulnerable person in the relationship at the same time. And I hate to say this, but do you know how you trust or start to trust? Is that you got to trust. Yeah, I, I said it that way. You, you got to trust in order to trust. What that means is you got to try it. You, you got to put it out there and you could get hurt and it, it could really backfire and all those things are true, but you won't know unless you take some risk in the relationship. 
So dealing with those fears, dealing with that trauma, dealing with that shame that holds you back from taking those risks is important. Now, I would say it's important for you to educate yourself and understand what an, an integrous person really feels like and looks like um, so that you don't just go take risks with anybody. Um, I'm not saying uh, avoid vulnerability, but what I am saying is be smart. Don't go throw yourself out there um, with somebody who's not integrous. Um, vulnerability from one partner's side minus integrity on the other partner's side equals betrayal. Right? So I'm going to say that one more time. If one partner is vulnerable and the other partner doesn't have integrity, if they're manipulative, they're a liar, they're then it equals betrayal and it equals broken trust. That's the equation that really just starts to destroy and shatter the foundation relationship. All right. So vulnerability and integrity plus vulnerability and integrity together when both partners are that, that's what builds trust. Trust is the the foundation of a healthy relationship happens a lot in therapy where um you know if you're struggling in your relationship you'll go to a therapist and they'll say hey let's work on communication or let's talk about your sex life or you, you know you, you you go to a church leader and they say let's talk about your spiritual connection all those things are wonderful all those things are great all those things are helpful and and all about intimacy and relationship those things will not work. In fact, it will do more damage to your relationship if you try to force those things if you don't have trust first. Because what will happen is you'll just get frustrated. You'll end up in resentment and you'll feel br broken again. So this is why a lot of times with couples, I'll say start with your own individual work. Really be self-reflective and look at yourself and say, am I a trustworthy person? Do I have that strength to be an integrous person in the relationship? Am I willing to be vulnerable and take risks in the relationship? If I'm not, then I got to look at I. I got to look at me and say, okay, what is it about me that holds me back from being that? So that then I can go learn how to communicate. I can go learn how to have a healthy sex life. I can go learn how to spiritually connect with my partner. Trust is everything in a relationship. Um, uh, some of the questions I get are, what if, you know, I don't want to get divorced, but my partner's not trustworthy, they don't have integrity, then what do I do? That's a tough situation to be in. Uh, when you love your partner, but you realize they're not trustworthy, you, you're not going to have very much connection there. And it puts you in a dilemma this tough dilemma of, I've got to have trust in our relationship. But at the same time, uh, you know, unless they're willing to do their own work, you can't force them to do that. What I would say to that is, you know what? You still show up honest, boundaried, um, step into some, some healthy conflict with them, um, push them a little bit so that they do start to consider some change. You cannot force them. You can influence them um, through, through your honesty and your healthy boundaries. 
Okay, you guys, I hope this was helpful. Um, I, I'd love to uh, break this down even further with Tyler. So when he comes back, uh, we'll keep talking about trust. Um, if you're lacking trust in your relationship, uh, Tyler and I are specialists at rebuilding trust in relationships and working on the individual to learn how to show up as an integrous human being in a relationship. Um, so if you want more resources, um, check out Love Strong. You can find Tyler there. Um, you can check out brandonpatrick.com. You can find me there as well. And have happy holidays, you guys, and have a wonderful day. I'll see you.